tap into your inner self, tap into who you're meant to be, really listen to that voice within you that's saying, hey, I know they want me to do this, but I really, really want to do this. When you tap into her, you will win. Welcome back to the Fit Food Junkies podcast. I'm so excited to have on my great friend today, Dr. Robin B. Dr. Robin B is a pharmacist, entrepreneur, personal trainer, social media influencer, fitness enthusiast, and a great friend of mine. She helps busy professionals transform. She has her own podcast called The Do Show and her own fitness app. She focuses on holistic health, fueling your body, embracing healthy eating, mental stability, self-care, and stimulating the mind, body, and soul. Today, we chat all about how to balance it all, find your wings, learn how to master something in life, and so much more. We also chat about food swaps, finding healthier alternatives, best tips for weight loss, insulin resistance, PCOS, hormones, good fats, protein intake, gut health hacks, and discovering the reason behind your motivation to get more physically and mentally fit. Are you a coach or a trainer? Check out TrueCoach at truecoach.co. You can train your clients online with the number one platform built for personal trainers just like you, trusted by over 20,000 coaches worldwide. Start your free 14-day trial today to build your programming, connect with your clients, and scale your business. I am so excited to welcome the one and only Dr. Robin B. Dr. Robin, welcome to my podcast. Hey, I admire her so much because not only is she a doctor, a business coach, a fitness coach, but so much more. Like, how do you manage to have to wear all these hats? Honestly, it's like if I didn't do those things, I would feel like unfulfilled, if that makes sense. So like for me, I think that we should use all of our God-given talents, everything that we're called to do, because again, like life takes you on a journey and you never know what that is, right? So you have to follow that path no matter where it takes you. Like whatever you started out wanting to do may not be what you're even doing right now. I just keep myself open, you know, to those possibilities of, hey, what if this is, this passion is actually gonna be something that's, you know, I can give to the world. So that's how I stay motivated to kind of like spread my wings and do different things. But also I think it's really important that we master something like as much as we are you know doing so many different ventures a lot of people during the pandemic found their wings and they found different things that they love to do um it's still really important that we especially to our audience that we master something and that for me is the doctor title you know the pharmacist title that's what i have my most experience in mm -hmm. as far as you know knowledge but everything else that i do has that same amount of effort put into it that i put into pharmacy how do you manage though that balance of effort amongst all your careers? Yeah, it's it's really difficult, but I think the profession of pharmacy itself has taught me how to multitask. Like as a pharmacist, multitasking is like a prerequisite. Like you have to know how to, or you won't survive in a pharmacy. You're talking to patients, you're filling prescriptions, you're reading doctor's orders, you're calling other pharmacies. It's a lot going on. So I think that that has like challenged me to be able to do it with everything. What got in you to become a pharmacist? Was there something in your childhood that inspired you to follow this path? It was medicine in general. I don't come from a big family. I'm an only child. 
for me, it was more so like, how many people can I actually touch and help? I don't have my, you know, immediate brother and sister, but like, how can I touch people and, and just like have that community? It really just started with medicine, having that thought. And so I took care of my great grandfather, rest his soul. He was the most amazing human being ever. And he called me little doctor when I was younger. And so that kind of stayed with me. And so I decided to, you know, take on that path. Now, I took on that path when it came to my schooling, but I also had this creative thing in me, you know what I mean? Um, and my father was actually an artist. So it was normal for me to mix, mix like content creation and becoming a doctor together. And then from there, you just said, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. Like there's no other way. We have one life to live. I have the knowledge, the skill set, the reach, the ability, and I just think it, it goes beyond your like immediate community. Like, how can I touch the people? And that's what made me pick up these apps and social media. Like, hey, I know this knowledge, but someone else doesn't. How can I get it to them? Your drive inspires me like crazy. Thank you. No, I really mean that. You said that your audience and what they think is kind of a part of your journey, yeah. but you don't let that stop you. Yeah. Take us through how you have that perspective in life because so many people care what people think. They care about their audience. Yeah. So how has that impacted you? So you know what it's like to like not care what people say and to like recreate yourself. And so when I realized that everyone has been through what I've been through in some capacity, then I'm not nervous. I'm not, you know, scared of judgment because like how can they judge me when no one's perfect? You know, so that's why I keep going, keep putting things out there. If I put out content that doesn't do well, so what? Keep going, keep creating. Okay, take us through that, so what? Yeah. And this can translate into any aspect of life. How do you take yourself out of that reality and make it a part of your journey for something that's gonna just build you up? It's really hard to do. Like this is something that like, it's easier said than done. But essentially when I fall, I think about how, like I said, common it is, how everyone falls and how they got up. Or the fact that if I don't keep moving, I'm gonna be behind. Like a lot of it is just like keeping pace and being better than I was yesterday. So if I fall, I know I'm taking two steps back. So now I gotta take three steps forward. So the way that I do it is just by like, like I said, looking back on yesterday or looking back at an accomplishment that I just did and saying, you know what, I did that. Today may be a, a down, but there's gonna be an upcoming soon and I know how to get there. I've done it before. Has there been a time in your life, it could be one specific moment yeah. or a period of time that you went through an adversity and you felt your audience impacting you and it was really tough, but you were able to prevail and push through? In the game of social media, right? I have a lot of companies that I work with lovely companies but sometimes like those relationships end or the contract is over or i have to kind of like recreate myself and there's moments because i've been doing this for so long where maybe i don't have a brand deal you know what i mean or maybe i have to switch um something i'm promoting so i feel like that plays out in my mind in the in my audience's eyes but they don't probably notice or care they just want to know that i believe in the product and i believe in the brand and i'm trying to help them you know, with a discount or bring that to them. But for me, I'm going through that in the back of my head. I'm, you know, losing that income or losing that relationship. I would say that that's something that I saw, I feel that they see that I was able to just say, hey, well, here's another brand. Here's another door of our, our opportunities that came for me. 
And I've also noticed anytime you've worked with brands, I mean, you're always authentic. Like yeah. you always promote things that you really believe in. And I do think a lot of those times you may think your audience or people around you have all these thoughts, but in reality, it's all in your head. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you know, social media are highlights. Like a lot of us, you know, cringe when we see someone crying, recording themselves. So it's not, it's not really <laughs> my platform because yeah. I feel like I... I drive off of emotion, making mm -hmm. people happy. Mm -hmm. So whether it's me dancing, I'm just trying to give like a sense of positivity. Yeah. So I don't really like to bring negativity to the platform. But what I will show them is like through my fitness, like how I'm like challenging myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I can't go any further, but I'm still going. So that's the way that I show them that it's hard, but you can keep going. Is there someone that inspired you or instilled this mindset and driving your mind? Because it's not easy to just say, hey, I'm just not gonna care about what my audience thinks about me. And you've, you've implemented that ideology into every form of your life. So everything that I've accomplished, unfortunately and fortunately, has been on my own. No one else can complete that school. No one else can get me into a certain program or get me into a certain uh, number of followers. Like no one else but me. The key difference between me and a lot of people is that like they have business partners or they have like a whole management team to build their company and business. It's just been me. I can't really say anyone's inspired me because like there's not a lot of people who have lent that hand to me because of what I do is so unique. I literally have to show up every day or it won't get done. Right. That is what I think makes it different for me or what makes me focus on my old version as my inspiration. Like you think of the old you and where yeah, you want to be. Yeah, that's all I have. My dream is to grow a team that can handle the things that I do or has different ideas for me. But realistically right now, it's me versus me. I love, I love the you versus you. I say that in my classes all oh the time. Gosh. And it really is like life it's is really... you versus you. It doesn't matter who else is in your way, who else is in your audience, who's around you. You're the only person that really matters. Yep. And you got to make yourself a priority and that's what you've done and what's so admirable about you is every time we talk or she created her fitness app created her website started focusing on nutrition and your content through that avenue and every time you told me you're gonna do it you did it and you stuck to it so when you have an idea or you have a dream a goal a vision what are the tangible steps that you take to get there and this can translate into any form of life yeah, because, you know, we need to know exactly how because it sounds good, but like how? Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, it's so funny because I made a whole new list of dreams and goals for, you know. And not, to pause you for a second, yeah. when you say a list of dreams, like you actually wrote down in a notebook all yes, of your goals. Exactly. Okay. So I was going to get to that. So basically what I'll do is I will take. I buy a lot of new notebooks. So I just go to like Amazon and buy like a five subject notebook. So what I'll do is I'll section it off and I will say whatever that dream is. And so I will outline like what it takes to get there, who's doing it, competitors. Like each idea is like a mini business to me. So mm -hmm. it's like a mini business plan that I'm creating. I was telling someone, I was like, it's so funny that all of this is gonna happen. And sometimes it's not a matter of just, you know, is it gonna happen? It's just when. And sometimes you have to wait for those right opportunities. So that's why like you can plan, you can write all that stuff. You can, um, which I encourage you to do, but the next step would be kind of just seeing like waiting and, and, and researching like who is doing what I wanna do. Is there a way I can partner with somebody? Because I believe in having 10% of 100 businesses rather than 100% of one business. In social media, which is to collaborate, I'm like, okay, 
well, Emily's doing that. Is there a way I can join her platform? You know, and then she kind of runs it because she's the expert in that field, but I still make money off of it. And I feel like that's, that's the way we need to think versus like, this is mine. This is my business. When you write down all of your visions and dreams, do you kind of take every single one and separate it into oh, yeah. how I can? So do you write everything down? Yes. Or you're just kind of researching different ways? Yeah. So like I said, I would be like, what does it take to get there? And then I'd say daily, what do I need to do to get there? So mm -hmm. say it's like, oh, I want a million followers, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. right now I'm at 600K. And I'm like, in order to get a million followers, I may do some math. Like, oh, on a daily basis, I get 500 followers. To the detail, like whatever your plan is, mm. if it's a financial goal or anything, it's just like, how can I get there actually, you know? And then, like I said, who are the other people doing it and what are their tactics? What are they doing? Like, what you are don't they need doing? to make it, yeah. remake yeah, it. Yeah. And because everything we want to do has been done. Sorry. Like you are not, you know, inventing anything. You're actually just making it into your own. So that's what I do. Other than getting to the million followers, which I have no doubt you're going to get to, <laughs> What other goals do you have right now? I also believe in taking as many bites of the same apple as mm -hmm. you will, mm -hmm. as you can. So mm -hmm. for fitness, for example, or health, you know, you can do this where you talk about health and wellness. You can do retreats. You can do app, a fitness app. You can do challenges. You can do high ticket offers. You can do like a gym. So for me, it's like I haven't exhausted any of that yet. So until I do, I'm going to keep striving for everything in the health and wellness because my platform essentially is how can I prevent people from having to see me as a pharmacist? What measures can people take preventatively with physical fitness, nutrition, mindset and wellness? Like what can people do so that they don't have to go to the doctor? You focus on that prevention aspect. Yes. Yeah. What are some of your goals that you have for your audience? Yeah. So I do encourage people to seek alternative ways. With the pandemic, we saw that we can't truly rely solely on Western medicine. Um, and that's even coming from my position, you know, because there's so many side effects. There's so many things that, you know, we could prevent with just taking better care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So my goal for my audience would just mainly be make sure that they are getting the proper nutrition, the proper workouts. And by nutrition, I want to show you, just like I show you workouts through my app on Playbook, I actually also do the cooking thing now. So you're showing people like, it's not that hard no. to be healthy and no. to focus on these little aspects of life to prevent disease. Yeah. Are there, what are, would you say are the top, you can say three to five things that people should be doing every single day to prevent sickness and to live a healthier life? Whew, I love that question. Even if you say it, like a lot of times it's hard to do, but it's so important that we prioritize protein mm. in our diet and fats. Right. Unless you have a, a chronic kidney disease, you know, protein may not be the best thing. But if you are healthy, normal, you should be able to get a lot of protein in at each meal. And I mean, like at least 30 grams at each meal. But your first meal is called breakfast for a reason. It's just breaking a fast. So you just need to make sure that it doesn't have to be the typical eggs. And it just has to be what can get me the most protein upon waking up. The way I see weight loss, the way I see fitness is that it's a hormonal thing, right? So it's really about insulin resistance, which leads to PCOS, which one in 10 women have. And so there's a lot of things under that umbrella that you can try to avoid, like keeping your insulin spikes low. With that being said, protein, it just helps you stop from overeating, right? 
and it helps you like actually lose weight by doing just that. So I would say protein is number one. Fats, a lot of people get so confused. You want unsaturated. You don't want trans. You don't want all these things that you see on nutrition labels. It's okay to have your avocado. It's okay to have your oily fish. Prioritizing those two things are really important. Obviously, water intake being so important, um, especially for weight loss. How and, much water? Um, I would say so half your body weight in ounces is typically what I do okay. or a liter. Everybody should strive yeah. for a liter, but it's hard. I would say also apple cider vinegar. That's a little tricky. You always talk about this. Because yeah. I know a lot of people take like the apple cider vinegar pills also. Does that yeah. work in the same way as yeah, the Yeah, I do shot? gummies. The gummies? Okay. Yeah, I do. I do like... In the morning? Yeah. Yeah, or before a meal. So like 30 mm. minutes before a meal. Again, the insulin thing. It's lowering the insulin spike. I think some people try to avoid specific foods, which, yeah, sure, there's certain foods, but it really is this holistic fashion of balance, yes. right? And how can we overall lower our insulin and you prevent that before your meals? In the morning, I'll take all my vitamins, right? And mm -hmm. it's a gummy. Um, I have Vita Protein. They make like a apple cider vinegar um, gummy. So I take that prior to my meals. Again, there's even like a thing with fasting, right the intermittent fasting right so it just all depends because if i'm taking that along with other sugary products because it's still sugar mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's a gummy i still would wait until i break my fast in order to take it but it, it just mm -hmm. does wonders on the insulin spike in your body that is so interesting yeah. okay so you said touch upon apple cider vinegar drinking yeah. water that insulin resistance idea what other things should people be doing every day Keeping your carbs, like making sure they're complex carbs, mm -hmm. making sure you're getting in your sweet potatoes rather than... I love sweet, sweet potatoes. potatoes. I think I have an obsession. Put like a little bit of almond butter and also Greek mm -hmm. yogurt. It sounds weird. That sounds healthy, though. But it's though. really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. cinnamon or And cinnamon. Anything? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Just, yeah. And cinnamon is also really good for insulin yeah, resistance. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah, yeah. it lowers your blood yep. sugar. Yep. And it's good just like weight loss, too. Those are four things that I make sure I do. What else do I make sure I do? Um, just making sure you get your leafy vegetables in, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and your fiber um, comes from that. Um, fiber is like your body doesn't make fiber, right. so you have to intake it. What does my body make and mm -hmm. what, like, what should I supplement my body with? Right. And you, you spoke a lot about protein and I've heard some theories and who knows if they're true or not that sometimes you could have too much protein. Is that true or? or? Um, yes, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about people who like really are bodybuilders who are really taking a lot. Yeah. But most of the times we don't. normal human. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting the right amount that right. we should be getting. Because right. it's usually, a lot of people say um, one gram per pound. Yeah. I've, that's what I normally right? hear. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I'm trying to get close to that. Me too. Right? But it's not always possible. So I would say like protein, like I said, unless it's a kidney issue, protein yeah. should be really good for you. When we snack, which is a big thing, right? Do you like to snack? I try to not okay, as good. much, but I good. do like to. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves to snack here and there, um, but it's because your body hasn't gotten that protein need. Mm. So that's why you're you're craving a snack. Right, so when right. You, like I said, it stops you from overeating. So protein is your friend. What do you eat in a day? What I typically eat in a day, I start off with eggs, even though I said it's not... It, mandatory but eggs are just the best source of protein and yeah. it's so easy to get in how right? many eggs um i'll do around four okay and yeah. you yolk in all of them no it's so weird so like if i do four i'll do like two and 
two whole eggs and then two just egg whites. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, I'm not an egg white only person. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I'll take the cholesterol. And there's a lot of really good sources <sighs> yeah. of nutrients in that yolk. Sometimes I'll do toast mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't want a lot of carbs, but you have to have them, especially on leg days and days Ooh, where you're yeah. going hard in the gym. What kind of toast? Um, so there's this like gluten-free bread that I get from Trader Joe's. And you'll have two slices of that or one? Sometimes one. One, okay. Because it's like, for me, breakfast isn't my favorite meal. Right. It's just, it's just I know I need something. I woke up, I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, I'd rather even have like an acai bowl. So then moving Do you do on. avocado? Avocado, yes. Okay. Yes. And then if you were to have an acai bowl, do you put um, protein in there? Yes. Okay. But I'll do that like after the workout. Got you. You okay. know what I mean? So this is now going on to like snack time. Okay. Not lunch, but like snack time. So now you've worked out. And another thing is like with my with my avocado, I like to make it like, I, like guac a little bit. For lunch, I'll have like a salad. Mm-hmm. I say one mm-hmm. salad a day, but I'll still have like chicken yeah. to get that protein in. Okay. Um, and then at dinner, you know, I'll have like pasta sometimes. You go crazy, girl. I love to eat. Like eating is my thing. That's why I'm like, how can I just make sure protein and fats are highlighted in this dish? What can I put in here that makes it taste good and hearty? Like Mm -hmm, that's my mm -hmm. focus. Do you do desserts? No, not really. How do you not have a sweet tooth? My favorite thing is chocolate chip cookies. Oh, me too. That's my favorite. So do you have like, would you say you have dessert a couple times a week? Yeah, maybe once. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unless I'm like out at an yeah. event or something I'm definitely going for the cookies like 100%. well maybe you curb that appetite for a sweet tooth because you add so much protein in your diet that's what I'm saying that's She's the theory like, that's here what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I need to do more of that and do you and you do have an acai bowl or a smoothie after your workouts yes okay yes and so then like for lunch have the salad and then kind of whatever I want to do for dinner but just making sure that it's not the portions are right so you try to do three meals a day and then yeah. you'll do like a post-workout yeah snack. exactly okay so four Basically. And you feel like you'll eat differently on leg day versus, let's say, a, a rest day or a day where you're not working out as hard. Yeah, like I said, like I will, you know, make sure I get my carbs in mm-hmm. on like a day that I'm really going hard. So yeah. I'll probably just have white rice. But yeah, also coffee. Me and you are addicted to coffee. <laughs> so bad. And it's it's interesting. And talking about gut health too. Like yeah. I've recently, I used to have coffee. I would. I always have water the first thing I do when I wake up. But then after I would have coffee and I heard on an empty stomach, if you have coffee, your cortisol is going to get really high and it's also not good for your gut. So now I have coffee after I have breakfast or with breakfast Mm. or after breakfast, but I've heard that it's not good to have it on an empty stomach. Are there any gut health hacks that you have for people? And you spoke about the apple cider vinegar to help your blood sugar balance, Mm -hmm. but anything, because I know, for example, salads could be hard to digest sometimes. So any, any pro tips and hacks for digestion? Pro, there you go. Probiotic. I'd say that that's a a good way, but you just got to be on top of it again. You Mm -hmm. have to take it every day. And I'm not a huge yogurt person. So, you know, getting it from yogurt is impossible. So taking the supplement is really big. The supplement that you gave me, what is it called again? Oh, IB Guard. IB Guard. Has it helped you? Yeah, that one's really good. It's like this mint peppermint feeling yeah. inside of you that just makes you feel so much better. You know? With, yeah, helps Calms your stomach. enhance digestion. And in terms of probiotics, is there a specific brand you recommend? And then also, when should you take a probiotic? I think each manufacturer may be different. Yeah. Because um, one may say take one to two or whatever. But I typically take it in the morning when I'm taking everything else. I use first form okay. probiotics mm-hmm. because of their like process, like the way in which they make their vitamins um, at a low temperature. 
I'm going to do this little speed round with you. Ooh. I'm going to tell you a food and it's going to be <laughs> unhealthy, which doesn't mean you can never eat it. But just to give you an idea, I'm going to give you an unhealthy food and you're going to oh tell me a substitute, a different way of eating it in a healthier way or substituting the food. All right. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Mashed potatoes. Mashed sweet potatoes. Oh, I know? like that. Okay. Now this is a different one. White or brown rice or both? Both. Okay. It's, it's everyone thinks that, well, brown has more fiber. It's easier to digest. It's not bleached, but white is fine. I also heard white is easier to digest too. Yeah. So it's just preference. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, literally there's such a controversy between the two, right. but I think white is fine. Okay. Uh, pasta? Yes to pasta. <laughs> I know good nutrition, but at the same time, I don't sacrifice taste. I actually um, had like a small portion of penne. Mm -hmm. like very small and I don't overcook more than I'm going to eat when it comes to pasta that's really important we want to cook the whole box we want to cook the, you know what I mean like Your all portions of yeah portion it out because you're going to want to eat more yeah and then I mixed it with like a mixed vegetable thing mm -hmm. so that was like my pasta base was like squash zucchini peppers onions and then a little bit of penne in there and then put your um meatballs and because mm, so sometimes good. I'm like, oh, I'll make zoodles or when I actually really want <sighs> pasta. And then after I, I like actually those. am just hungrier and yeah. end up eating more. So she's kind of saying, don't just have the pasta, have it, but add some more fiber and nutrients, add some leafy greens, add more vegetables. So I yeah. like that little hack there. What about pizza? I used to be like cauliflower pizza. But again, I think with pizza, at least gluten free, you know, mm -hmm. why is that? Because I, people do have like the blow if you're gut health right conscious you right. may have and if you haven't been tested you may have a gluten-free sensitive I mean gluten sensitivity yeah um so that would be some way but it, I don't think it matters as far as like weight loss right whether it's gluten-free or not and are there any foods that are supposed to enhance your skin I mean <laughs> antioxidants like that's the biggest thing right so making sure you get your berries in mm -hmm. uh your vitamin c getting all those things that are going to help fight free radicals for you help your skin majorly and you spoke about portions so if i'm looking at my plate right now mm -hmm. and i have my protein my fat and my carb i've heard of those hacks with your fist <laughs> and your thumb what is your typical portion that you recommend for people so i'll just look look at a plate as a circle half i'll do protein and then the other half i'll split in half have my carb and my fat it really is about portion control yeah and it also is about even i said pasta you didn't even say zoodles like right away you're mm -hmm. like no keep it just add more nutrients into it that are going to satisfy you to not want to have more yeah and how do you have that portion control because it's hard it's when hard. you want more it's hard i mean going back to what you're saying like the only bad food to me is our processed foods right so everything else is like in moderation or prepared correctly or eaten in the right order even is okay but how you control those portions is like i said having the protein even if your meals don't equal your body weight one gram per year pound you can still t have shakes. Right. So all the meals that I have, that's its own thing. And then I have protein shakes. That's just the way that I keep from wanting to eat more. I will like do cardio in the morning and then I'll go home and then go through my day and do workouts at night. Mm -hmm. And so I'll get hungry. I'm not going to punish myself for eating a lot, but I know if my protein needs aren't met or if I'm having a lot of chicken for dinner, it's okay. Yeah. Like eat. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And if you're intermittent fasting, you have to eat in that window. Right? Do you recommend intermittent fasting? Um, I think that it works. It depends on your goals. 
And that's the thing, speaking about that is, um, I've heard a lot of things and, you know, I've done research on it, how sometimes it works really well for men and for women. It just depends. Like if you have PCOS and you're trying to balance your hormones and your blood sugar, like it may not be the best because Mm -hmm. you should have food in the morning, you know? So it really just depends on the person, I think. It really does depend on your body needs. But like I said, I'm, I'm speaking from a healthy person trying to lose weight. That it could work. And especially like for us, like people in fitness, like we're trying to nitpick, like sometimes you run, you're eating well already. So it's like, what can I do now? Yeah. And so that's when I would say, okay, now let's fast. And do you stop eating by a certain time? Yeah, I would do like 11 to seven. It's a big window. You can have black coffee. You can have, you know, if your stomach can take it, you can have tea, you can have water. Well, you went through this insane weight loss transformation and not like you didn't still look great before, but you've gone through this insane transformation. And I feel like it's not only in the body, but it's also in the mind. Can you take us through that time in your life? And I know if you look at her Instagram, you'll see more about it as well. I think I was, I'm not going to say how old, but I was approaching this certain age and I wanted to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and I wanted to challenge myself in a different way. I pretty much just had like this abdominal weight around my center, which is a big sign of, you know, growing obesity and just being overweight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be from stress, exactly. cortisol. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, being in school for so long, 10 years, like I just developed like a, a laziness, you know, like a sort of, and then the pandemic, I was eating any and everything. Oh yeah, forget right? about it. We were just, all there with you. <laughs> so nervous, like what's going on? I just said, you know what? Not only am I going to get back on my fitness routine, but I'm going to eat better. And If I just did the fitness routine, that's still better than doing nothing. But when you add diet to it, man, like that just takes it 360. Motivated by me, me versus me, like how I look now and how I could look in the future. That was my motivation. Was that in your mind? Did you write it down? Did you have a picture of yourself? At that time, I think it was more so like how I felt. It wasn't that I wrote it down, but because I was manifesting it by, and that's what manifestation is, is by like, you want a goal, but you're actually making it happen because every day you're taking a step towards that goal. So it's not anything magical necessarily. It's more so like, because you're focused on that goal, you're manifesting it through your actions, who you talk to, you know, you're saying it out loud and it comes. With that whole abundance mindset and the manifestation, I think a lot of times people don't believe in that. And to be honest, I used to not really believe in that either. Um, I read a book called Ask and It Is Given. My friend told me I had to read it. It's by Esther Hicks. And I highly recommend it. It's not the kind of book you can't put down, but it's the kind of book you'll want to highlight parts of it because it really inspires you. And it's said about things that that you say to yourself are real. And if you say this is not going to happen, it's just not. What are things that you surround yourself, whether it's something tangible or people or your audience, things that you want to surround yourself every day to have those manifestations come into fruition? Yeah, I think it's really important about what you're surrounded by, right? And who, right? And so like for me in my friend group or in my, you know, career path, I make sure that everyone around me is inspiring me in some way. And are there things that you say no to in your life that are going to allow you to have those alignments mm. happen? Yeah, you have to be able to say no. And for people who are people pleasers, which mm-hmm. I used to be, it's really hard, right? And there's gonna be a lot of people to tell you like, hey, you should do this, you know, people wanna see this from you. But once you start just getting rid of the noise, get rid of the noise, tap into your inner self, tap into who you're meant to be, really listen to that voice within you that's saying, hey, I know they want me to do this, but I really, really wanna do this. When you tap into her, you will win. I love that so much. Like I just got the chills. What are things that you say to yourself every day? Yeah. So I have these sticky notes up on my mirror. 
say, hey, I'm, I'm entering this day with confidence um, and ease, um, that I slept peacefully. Like, you know, like even if you had a rough sleep, like reading, like, yeah, I slept peacefully and I'm well rested. It's like, you can fix your mind to think that and believe that. Like whatever I think and I believe and I say is what's true. So I keep that at like in the morning, 7.30, it's on my calendar to get up and look at my affirmations and yeah, tell myself. And if you don't have time, let's say to do it one day, like do it from the car in your head, yeah, say it out loud, like take yeah, moments sure. throughout the day to say those things to yourself. So it kind of lingers with you. Exactly. And you were saying you kind of have to, it's you versus you. You have to find out who you are, what you envision for yourself. If you don't know what that is, if you don't know mm. who you are, how do you find yourself? That is really, really important. Like, like really finding your purpose is what it is. You can be surrounded by so many people. You may be in a relationship, you may have children, but really focusing on what is it that makes me smile? Like when I'm doing something, what helps people, but at the same time makes me feel good? I think that's actually what you're meant to be doing, right? Like what is something that only I can do? Um, and so I think that that's how you find it. So it may not be your corporate job. Well, I actually suck at work, so that's not it. But whenever I go home and I, and I draw, it makes someone smile and I also feel great about it. So I think it's really being like transparent with yourself, realistic with yourself, because at the end of the day, like I said, we only have so many hours on this earth and we have to give it, give the world what we were created to do. And I also think it's important to tap into your childhood self. Like who were you when you were a kid that made you so happy? Like, for example, when I dance, I That's danced true. growing up, like I all of a sudden just feel like my old yeah. self, like whimsical and naive yeah. and just like, it brings out kind of the best in me. And I think of things and I envision things for myself. And my brother, for example, grew up playing basketball and that he feels the yeah. same. And I feel like everyone has a little childhood self, whether it's drawing, you know, it could be anything, or maybe it's none of that. Maybe it's just you getting outside in nature. Going back to who you were and really what made you smile before the world tainted you and made you think that you're not good enough is so important like reach back to those moments because that's who you truly are yeah I, yeah I love that so much tell us about your app how can people find out about your app my app you can find through my bio on instagram so at dr robin dr dot robin b and when you click on the link there's gonna be a bunch of links but on there is my app for one dollar for the first month but I, it's amazing i can yes attest. she can attest the best <laughs> <laughs> also i have a challenge i have like a a higher ticket offer, which I want to work one-on-one -on -one with people. The app is great. Like I said, if you are just getting into working out or you are already into working out, but you just want new ideas that you can do, the app is perfect. Um, but I want to stay on top of people and I want a way that people can directly like communicate with me. And so I created this 16 week challenge that's coming out on my birthday. I saw. Yes. So October 9th, guys, um, I have this challenge coming out and I want everyone who's serious. I only want serious people mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. their fitness, about their wellness. You will be like directly with me and a team of people who are willing to like hold your hand through this so that we reach your goals. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm so excited. Check it out. Be a part of her journey. And I love that you're doing that one-on-one -on -one too because if you're going through any 
hormone imbalance or need help on not only the physical side, yeah. but also that pharmaceutical yeah. side and need help kind of just figuring everything out, she's the right person. I'm the person. And how else can people connect with you? Yeah, guys. So just Dr. Robin B on all platforms. So Dr. Dot Robin B. And on YouTube, I have my podcast, The Dose Show, that I'm going to be picking back up. So I'll be able to drop some free gems there. Um, and just like literally stay on top of my content, especially on Instagram, because I'll have like links to everything that I'm doing. People should really look at you and take all the qualities she have has and follow her in her journey, but you really bring that out and all the content in person and it's, it's really admirable. I wanna ask you my last and final question. Of course. At Fit Food Junkies, our motto is addicted to health. Okay. So what are you addicted to? I'm addicted to challenging myself in the gym. Like I'm addicted to, you know, doing something new. As you can see, when I collab with people, I'm like, let's do this trick, let's do this. Like I'm definitely addicted to that. And take us through that addiction, because what does that do for you? Like you're pushing your limits, but yes. what, what do you feel? Yes, like that's what I feel. I feel like I'm becoming better, that 1% better than I was yesterday. Um, and just kind of like testing my abilities, especially as we age, right? Yeah. You kind of like, do I still got it? And so that's what that does for me. Or can I keep up with, you know, somebody who's like ripped or, you know, taller than me? And like, yeah, I can do that too. What pushes you to get there on the days that you don't want to show up? Oh my gosh, pre-workout. <laughs> first form? First form. <laughs> um, and you guys can shop first form products on my link in bio as well. Besides coffee and pre-workout, um, just because everyone else there is just as motivated mm. and you're working as a team. So I don't want to be the one dragging, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole team down. I want to be the one that's uplifting. So whenever I'm collaborating with people, other creators in the space, I am the one like, orchestrating and choreographing like we should do this this can you do this okay cool you know like it's so much fun that part for me I think goes back to like when I had my own business and I was directing models because I had a clothing line I was just, I didn't know that yeah yeah I'm I, this will be another episode <laughs> my journey is pretty crazy but you know I I love that delegation I love that direction yeah creative direction behind stuff so yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh. Yes. And anything that you want to leave the audience with to kick back their health and wellness journey? Health is wealth, as we all know, um, and really taking control of your health because there's not a lot of things we can take control of is super important. This is one area of your life that you can improve that I promise you, you haven't fully, you know, optimized. Like no one is fully 100% healthy. So every day, just strive to be the best version of yourself in that area. And then you'll be wealthy, not only financially, but just spiritually, mentally, just everything. Wealthy on the inside. Wealthy on the oh, inside. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yes. Rob, thank you so much for coming thank on you. today. Thank you. I'm so excited for what you have in store too. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Dr. Robin. Connect with Dr. Robin on Instagram and on TikTok at dr.robinb. You definitely want to check her out. Also, look into her fitness app. It's amazing. And also connect with me at Fit Food Junkies. I want to give a shout out to LSKD, one of my favorite workout apparel brands. They're an Australian-owned and operated brand that prides itself in producing the highest quality functional sportswear with a street aesthetic. I'm obsessed with the blue shorts I just got. I've been wearing them all the time and I got them in more colors too. 
make sure you use my discount code. It's FITFOODJUNKIE10. That's F-I-T-F-O-O-D-J-U-N-K-I-E-10. I am so excited that you are joining the Fit Food Junkies journey with me.